what? You have a podcast? I can't let you do that, Kyle. Everybody thought Hillary Clinton was unbeatable, right? But we put together a Benghazi special committee, a select committee. What are her numbers today? Her numbers are dropping. Why? Because she's untrustable. But no one would have known any of that had happened had we not I agree. thought. Good morning and welcome to another episode of Recovery from Politics Podcast. I am your host, Kyle Frame, and today is Monday, November 21st, 2022. We've got the Thanksgiving weekend coming in here, and that should be very interesting, given that we're also heading into COVID and flu season once more. Once more into the breach. Yes. Uh, very busy weekend. Uh, first and foremost, there was a, a horrific shooting in Colorado Springs, Colorado, by another one of these fascist white supremacists who just couldn't deal with the gay people having a good time at a bar. Luckily, the uh, patrons there were much braver than the Uvalde Police Department, and they tackled and wrestled him down, subdued him in good working order. Um he was still able to, last I checked, kill at least five and injure at least 18. Um, obviously, those were preliminary numbers, and we'll find out more. Um, the white supremacy is very real. The right supremacy is very real. Um, I saw someone post, you know, it's not the guns, it's the fascism. And... At a certain point, you have to you have to wonder that because every single one of these people seem to follow the same line of thinking. Uh, they all write fascist manifestos. They all follow the same people. They all listen to the same voices. Um, it's not one lone nut uh, when they're all listening to the same person and they're all listening to the same ideology. Uh, you have to call it what it is there's just no way around saying oh it's mental illness or oh it's a lone lone nut um it's more than that so of course we would uh love to help in any way we could um right now i don't know if there is much we can do uh so given the nature of shootings in general and how you don't really know what happened several days or even weeks later um, it would be a little premature for me to go on a rant about that just now. Um, just know that there is very real, obvious hatred towards the LGBTQ community. Uh, it believes that these individuals, these citizens, uh, don't deserve any rights. Um, and I'll, I will say this, um, a lot of people think you know, we need to put the fear of God into these people. And unfortunately, I think that's kind of the problem. I think they already have the fear of God in them. They have been conditioned and brainwashed into actually thinking that gay people are coming for them. And I, I wish that was a joke. But it's very real. Um, they talk about groomers. They talk about uh, rape and all kinds of attacks. Um, they are very scared of the gay community. There's already fear there they are acting out of fear. So I don't think ramping up the rhetoric or the violence would help. I think that would just feed into it. Like, they're hardcore projecting. They're committing violence because they assume that you are about to commit violence against them. Um, it's 
part of the human condition and psyche projection is a thing. It's, it's definitely part of the MAGA world. Um, and it's huge in the right supremacy. It is very huge to project your will of violence onto the other. And then also when the other actually does finally say, you know what, enough is fucking enough to then claim victimhood. Uh, this is a very classic attempt. So I don't know, I don't know what the exact formulation of, you know, what we can do exactly here is. And again, we don't have all the details. We have a lot of them. And unfortunately, a lot of this is becoming very shorthand. Uh, white male 20s assault rifle um, follows Ben Shapiro, Donald Trump, uh, Matt Walsh, Jordan Peterson, uh, all these all these people, Laura Ingram, Tucker Carlson, um, all these people who are suggesting that the gays want to hurt you and they want to groom your children and they want to rape you and end your marriage and take away your freedoms. Like that's always the that's always the argument. But actually, I'd like to start with news that dropped Friday after we recorded. And that was that Merrick Garland, our attorney general, decided to um, basically remove his balls, if he ever had any, and, uh, and put them out for everyone to see that they are not all that in a bag of chips. Um, he appointed a special prosecutor against Donald Trump. Normally, you know what, if they would have started off like on day one or within the first month of the Biden presidency and said, you know what, the attorney general is busy doing the job of the American people. So he's going to appoint this other guy so he can go after Trump. And the attorney general that you guys wanted, Merrick Garland, is going to be too busy doing all the things we want him to do. Uh, that would have been, I would have celebrated that. That would have been perfect, right? It would have been like, yeah, you know what? Prosecuting Trump and January 6th and all the bullshit is too much. It, it's, it's, it's a singular mission that somebody else needs. The Attorney General of the United States, unfortunately, has to cover the entire United States, right? That's a big job. And yeah, he can oversee it, but really he shouldn't be spearheading that. And I agree with that decision. And yes, you should absolutely hire a special prosecutor. However, for months, for years now, Merrick Garland has been answering the question because, of course, people have asked, what are you going to do if Trump announces that he's running for president and you're investigating him? And he's always answered, we're not going to let politics get into this. We are going to go ahead and continue on as if nothing changes. He is private citizen number one. Great! Except he isn't anymore. On Friday, they announced that because both Biden and Trump have announced that they are going to run for president in the future, Merrick Garland wants to try to remain above the fray and above politics by appointing a special prosecutor. Now, <clears throat> I have several issues with this. Um, you know, you can try and polish that turd. And I have seen many legal scholars attempt to polish this turd and say this isn't like the Mueller investigation this isn't this is completely different because there are different people involved and all this other stuff and I'm just like yeah no this guy's coming in 
and I don't care what his credentials are. And of course, they they chose somebody who is a politically independent. They have they have never uh, registered with a party. They have uh, voted for both sides of the aisle. They've worked for both administrations. Guess what? Fox News called him a, a Democrat. They they only mentioned the fact that he worked for presidents Obama and Biden, and Clinton. They didn't mention the fact that, oh, by the way, he was also there for Pappy Bush and uh, his son, W, and during the Trump administration. Like, work for the president is doing a lot of heavy lifting there. He worked in government when those people happened to be president. That's it, right? But it doesn't matter because the right supremacy is already working on it. He is a Democrat. He's going to be painted as the most liberal of liberals that ever liberaled. Um and and that's it that this is a partisan witch hunt from second day one so if Merrick garland was hoping uh beyond hope that this would somehow make it less political he is sorely mistaken this man may be a great legal mind i have no idea i'm not a great legal mind so it's unfair of me to judge him however i will tell you this he has absolutely no idea what politics is or how it works, or what any of this is. It's he he suffers from the same disease that just about every other Democrat works under, which is oh, if we keep playing by the rules and playing fair, then eventually the other side will come around, and and realize that they've been kind of fucked up this whole time. And unfortunately, that's just not happening. Okay, it's just not. Bob Mueller, when he was first appointed, and this was under the Trump you know, administration with Rosenstein and Bill Barr and all those people, even Bill Barr, or not Bill Barr, excuse me, Bob Mueller was praised. Oh, uh, he he's an excellent choice. He's a Republican. He's a good guy. He follows the letter of the law. And it took him all of about mm, five minutes to switch on that. And all of a sudden he was a secret democratic plant. Okay. Why? Not because of anything he was doing other than the simple fact that he was investigating one of their own. This is what they've been doing. It is entirely bullshit. And it, it really bothers me that they have this idea that they need to keep playing with kid gloves and they need to not do it when, when this is not going to be re received. Like Republicans, when they get power, what did they do? Okay, we talked about it. Jim Jordan held a press conference. Marjorie Taylor Greene held press conferences. Both of them immediately launching investigations into bullshit. Complete and total bullshit. Okay? Benghazi was bullshit. All right? And, and, and we're not even talking about recent history here, okay? I can go all the way back to Clinton. Okay? The Clinton impeachment. But more than that, Whitewater, right? Whitewater, which had absolutely nothing to do with the Clinton impeachment, by the way. Whitewater was a land deal that went bad, and the Republicans were really fucking pissed off that Clinton stopped Pappy Bush from having a, a second term. Uh, so they wanted to go after him. And finally, they got control of the House, and they really were putting the screws to him and everything. And so they ran through this idea, this bill, under their Congress that said that special prosecutors uh, now have to be chosen uh, independently. Right? Okay, fine, to to reduce any uh, idea of propriety. Because before this, there was this guy named Robert B. Fisk Jr., and he was a prosecutor, and he was looking into Whitewater and also to uh, this guy who killed himself, 
uh, while he happened to work for the Clintons. And he was brought in to investigate that, and he immediately made a report. Well, not immediately. Took, took his time, did his due diligence. Uh, but the second that he reported that uh, there was no... The guy killed himself. I'm sorry. He committed suicide. There was there was nothing funny or odd going on about that. Uh, and that Whitewater was, eh, it, it just wasn't anything criminal. There, there's nothing criminal there. Um, they were immediately removed. This independent panel, which was two-thirds Republican, two judges uh, appointed by Reagan and Nixon, high, strong conservatives, actually came in and said, well, you know, in order to make this not partisan, we're going to choose not Robert Fisk, who Janet Reno said, hey, you guys should just go ahead and pick him to, you know, finish the job. Instead, we're going to go with Kenneth Starr, total right-wing hack, complete and total right-wing hack. And Ken Starr didn't give a shit about Whitewater, and he didn't give a shit about the man who committed suicide. He gave a shit about Paula Jones and Clinton's sexual history, which also was not anywhere in the, you know, anything. That's how this all started, okay? Republicans didn't give a fuck that Fisk Jr. was operating to the letter of the law and was totally a good guy and nobody had any problems with him. And even then, months before, when he was first appointed, there are Republicans on the record saying, oh no, he's a good guy. He'll do a good job looking into the Clintons. Well, as soon as he said, eh, there's nothing to see here, unfortunately, the Clintons are innocent. Uh, that shit sailed. Uh, they didn't care anymore. They were like, nope, we need an attack dog. And they put in an attack dog. They put in Ken Starr, who made his career uh, basically just, just going after uh, Clinton for complete and total bullshit. It's absolutely nuts. It's nuts. It's crazy. And you have Republicans who just... they. <laughs> They're going to keep investigating no matter what. There's never going to come a time where the evidence is all out there and they're going to say, you know what, Hunter Biden, eh, maybe he was shady, but there's nothing criminal there. Or, hey, you know what, uh, there's absolutely no evidence that Joe Biden had anything to do with anything that had to do with his son other than the fact that his son needed help and he helped him in the parental sense of, yeah, my son's got a drug problem and I'm trying to help him. You know, there's no evidence or lack of evidence that will ever, ever convince the Republican Party. Jim Jordan is the one heading up this thing. You've got Marjorie Taylor Greene heading up another investigation. This this is all just smokescreen, attack dog bullshit. And lest I remind you, uh, there are hundreds of Republicans who ran on inflation, gas prices are too high, jobs, 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 everybody, everything. Guess what? Day one, they didn't announce any of that. They instead decided to go down this on this witch hunt, which again there's no evidence of. Everybody who was claiming witch hunt, and, and I know this is the this is the crazy part, right? The, again, this is the projection. The Trump and everybody in his orbit claimed that all the investigations against him were witch hunts. However, in those cases, we had front page news every single day of another bomb dropping. Okay, there was always something more to dig from. There was always more, always more. There's nothing here. The press was in the press room listening to this conference, just as shocked as everyone else, like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? This is all conspiracy theory, rat, it, you know, riddled bullshit. None of it exists. 
none of this is real. We have looked into it and we found nothing. In fact, and they brought up the point that Hunter Biden's already under investigation by an attorney general in some state elsewhere and also by the Department of Justice. He's already under investigation. And they even asked, hey, if they prosecute him, are you going to back off? And they're like, oh, no, no, no. This isn't about him. This is about Joe Biden. And of course, like, Joe Biden's not corrupt. I'm sorry. It's just not going to stick. There's nothing there to him, okay? This is kind of the same bullshit they pulled with Hillary that's kind of ridiculous, right? So on one hand, Hillary is this criminal mastermind who organizes the death of people within her inner circle who break free, right? That's This is the conspiracy. you know. So she's this criminal mastermind capable of doing this and also rigging elections so that she gets more votes but still loses the electoral college. Haven't wrapped my head around that one yet. But then at the same time, she's a woman who's stupid and can't figure out things and doesn't know uh, and would be a shitty president. And I'm like, okay, well, which is it? Is she a criminal mastermind or not? And that's kind of what's going on here with Biden, because with one hand, they're sitting there going, oh, he's senile. He's sundowning. Look at these videos. He's slurring his words. He can't say anything straight. He's he's being led around like a dog by his own people. But then on the other hand, they're sitting here going, oh, no, this is an investigation into the president, who's the most corrupt individual that's ever been president ever. And it's like people. I have nothing against investigating presidents. By all means, investigate them. If it were up to me, the second a president is no longer a president, a special prosecutor should be, like, announced. And their sole job and mission should be to investigate the entirety of the previous administration. Not necessarily to find crimes, to, but, but, but to make sure the evidence is collected and gathered for public viewing, for public evidence for us, for our good, so that years later we can be like, oh no, actually, you know, JFK, whew, he had a lot of bullshit going on in there. There was a lot of skeletons in that closet, and it's a good thing we had a special prosecutor who dug into it, took interviews, got all that information down, and really, you know, kept the documents secure so that now we, all of us, can look back and say, oh yeah, huh, cool. You know, I mean, imagine all the bullshit we know about now that was happening on during the Reagan administration. Just imagine if there was a special prosecutor whose sole job was to dig through all eight years of that administration and find every single skeleton in the closet. I guarantee you we'd be sitting here right now like really shitting the bed, right? Like seriously. But it seems to me like they're just constantly pissed off. They, they tried with Obama. The best they got was Benghazi, which was kind of, sort of, on his watch of a deal. But it was hard to go after him because he killed terrorists and deported people like nobody's business. So that kind of bugged him because they liked that part. You know, it's one of those things. So they never could get him. The best they had was the Cylinder deal, which really wasn't a big deal at all. And honestly, a bit hypocritical if you want to really look at it. But okay. The government invested in a company that ended up going bankrupt. Guess what? That happens every day, and it doesn't necessarily require anything. And then you also had this Fast and Furious deal. Fast and Furious was also, was also a huge nothing burger. Again, these investigations were not done in good faith. They weren't done like, no, really, there was some shady shit, and we'd like to get to the bottom of it. It was never done that way. Ever. It was always partisan and bullshit and the Republicans sitting there and spouting nonsense and, you know, when the witnesses call them on it and they're like, I'm sorry, that's just not true. It's bullshit. They're like, oh, you don't respect the authority I have here. And they become little baby Cartmans uh, out there with their cane stick trying to get respect, you know, respect my authority. And it's like, what the, what the fuck are you doing? 
And the stupid thing is, is that the, the Democrats haven't figured this out yet. Okay, this has been going on for a really long time. This is going to continue to go on. This is constantly happening. Okay, every single time in my lifetime that a Democrat has been under investigation, it's been bullshit. And every single time a Republican has been under investigation, the Republicans cry that it's bullshit. But it's different. And, and again, Nancy Pelosi, we just talked about this. Nancy Pelosi took impeachment off the table with George W. Bush. Motherfucker lied us into war. What did she do? Oh, no, we have to respect norms and traditions. And really, it's not a crime what he committed. And, and we don't want to do that. We just want to govern for the good of the people. Uh-huh. Really? Yet almost as soon as the Republicans gained charge in under an Obama administration, they were investigating everything under the sun constantly. And if they weren't going after him, they were going after his associates. Okay, they hated Eric Holder. Good God, did they hate him. They couldn't get anything to stick on him, and they also hated Hillary Clinton. I mean, the best thing for Obama was not having Hillary Clinton as Secretary of State and put aside the fact that I think she sucked at her job. She was just a lightning rod, okay? The Republicans were gunning for her because they knew she had presidential aspirations. So the second Obama wins his second term, and it was very obvious that 2016 was going to be all about Hillary, their focus shifted immediately, and it had nothing to do with Hillary. Nothing. Benghazi was not a Secretary of the State issue. Yet they went ahead and dragged her name in it, and that's exactly what's going to go on here. Um, you know, you have people who are in bad faith conducting investigations, and again, the Democrats don't seem to get this. Okay, Nancy Pelosi had to be kicked, dragged kicking and screaming into impeaching over Ukraine, which was, again, a sitting president extorting another who was under threat of war at the time. Hey, shocker, turns out he was under threat of war, and it was a totally legitimate concern of his. Okay, I think under th this new, you know, information and unfortunately war going on in Ukraine, like... That should be a real heavy hitter. Like, anybody going after Trump right now really needs to start hammering home the Ukraine thing. Because people are dying now because of his bullshit. Okay, he enabled and emboldened Putin. And went after and degraded the capacity of Ukraine to defend itself. And then, surprise, war. Like, no, I'm sorry. But I, mm, 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 really drives me crazy. Um, she had to be drag kicking and screaming into that impeachment. And then with the second impeachment, she, she waited, right? A lot of this could have been just taken care of. If she'd impeached on January 7th, I don't think he would have survived. But instead, no, never mind. We're, we're going to go ahead and do this. And then, <laughs> need I remind you, during the second impeachment, you had Republicans like Mitt Romney who were sitting there going, no, we'll vote along with the rest of the Democrats. We want witnesses. We want an actual trial, a no-shit impeachment. And it was the Democrats who said, no, 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 we don't need witnesses. Let's just have a vote. And the vote failed. Why? What the fuck? We were all sitting here with our jaws on the floor. At least I was, because I was like, no, let's, let's have witnesses. Let's drag John Bolton up there. Because John Bolton at the time was on the news telling everybody, ha, 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 I know things. I'm saving them for my book. Ha, ha. And I was like, you're going to have a real hard time fighting a subpoena to go in front of a fucking impeachment, dude. But they didn't do that. They didn't do that. They didn't do it. They had an opportunity. See, that's the difference. 
Here's what's going to shock you, and it's going to cause all the Democrats to clutch their pearls. They're going to impeach Joe Biden. Doesn't matter what for. They're going to impeach him. And the Democrats are going to sit there and be like, okay, so last time we didn't have witnesses, so we don't need witnesses this time, do we? And they're going to call witnesses. And they're not going to call witnesses in an attempt to enlighten the public. They're going to do it to embarrass and humiliate the president because that's the goal the goal is not really to get a conviction they know he's not getting convicted like that was the whole point of the democrats back then they were like we don't need witnesses we know you guys aren't going to vote to convict fuck it now me personally i say no you should you should have dragged these motherfuckers up you should have got on the record and forced the republicans to vote against impeachment with all the bullshit like don't let them be able to hide behind well you know we only had so much information at the time and it wasn't enough to convict so i voted not no 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 you lay it all out you make all these people get up there under oath testify and be like yeah actually the president was a piece of shit on that day totally negligent in his job and didn't do anything and was rooting on the hanging of his own fucking vice president and then force all those republicans to be like yeah no nah, i'm not going to vote to convict because that would have fucking ended them but they don't do that. Politics is theater. You have to engage the audience. You have to make the audience shocked. It's not going to shock anybody when the Republicans decide we're going to call witnesses. And it's not going to shock them when they decide to call witnesses who have nothing to do with anything. They're going to be called and dragged up there to humiliate, possibly to silence, to harass. And it's going to be all one-sided. You're going to have people like Ted Cruz just sit there and be the belligerent asshole he is to them on live television. This is all coordinated. It is all planned. This is the playbook. Their goal is not to find out information. Their goal is to silence the side they don't like, to humiliate the side they don't like, to embarrass the side they don't like, so that that way they can win more elections. That's really all this is. This is political theater for the sole purpose of power. And the Democrats somehow in today's world keep thinking that it's all political theater to help us govern. No, people aren't interested in governing right now. They're interested in winning. I'm sorry that Trump changed things. This has nothing to do with governing. It has nothing to do with your infrastructure bill. Okay. You know why you won? Because everybody looked and said, you know, I kind of like this democracy thing. Let's not give Republicans the key to the car. Now, unfortunately, and I think still very stupidly, we did. We gave them the House. And it doesn't matter if it's by one vote. They're going to fuck it over. In fact, here's what Kevin McCarthy had to say about the matter. Congressman, let me ask you about your decisions. Should you become the Speaker of the House in January? What are you going to do in terms of these Democrats that you have on such important committees? You've talked in the past about removing Elon uh, Omar. You've talked about removing Adam Schiff, about Eric Swalwell. Will you deliver? Yes, I will. I'll keep that promise. And one thing I said from the very beginning, Eric Swalwell cannot get a security clearance in the public sector. Why would we ever give him a security clearance in the secrets to America? So I will not allow him to be on intel. You have Adam Schiff who had lied to the American public time and again. We will not allow him to be on the Intel Committee either. And you look Congresswoman Omar, her anti-Semitic comments that have gone forward. We're not going to allow her to be on foreign affairs. 
So yeah, his whole goal, his whole like thing about being speaker now is to basically go on a revenge tour. Okay, there's nothing wrong with Ilhan Omar. She's not anti-Semitic. She had the balls, I think, to actually say, yeah, I don't think, you know, Jews in Israel should be treating Palestinians like shit. Go figure. That's all of a sudden a political statement these days. But they're labeling her as anti-Semitic. And it's like, uh, for what? Stating a fact? Like, you can't even point out that basically Israel's an apartheid state. Okay? You have two classes of citizens over there. That's fucking apartheid. I don't care what you say. I don't care if there are allies. I don't care if they're shit. It doesn't matter to me. Okay? They are rock... They are rock kicking a... You know, they're a run kicking a jump away from basically going full Nazi on the Palestinians, which is ironic. But we don't do that. Not here in the United States. Instead, we say, oh, no, it's anti-Semitic. It's like it's not anti-Semitic. Israel's a government and their government is being assholes to another group of people. That's not anti-Semitic. Now, if you go ahead and you well, I'm not even going to get into it because I don't want to be labeled anti-Semitic, but that's the point. Okay. A government is treating citizens within its borders very badly. They are denying them human rights. They are second-class citizens who have no power within their government control. If their name wasn't Israel, no one would have a problem with anyone bringing that up. It's just because that country has a history. And I'm sorry, I don't go there. I like human beings to be treated well and fairly. I'm all about equality. But unfortunately, we don't have that. We don't get that. So a congressperson actually doing it, and why is it easy for Ilhan Omar? Same reason as Barack Obama. They have a funny name. They're the wrong shade of white. They're not from here, you know. She is an immigrant. And the first chance they get, they're going to wreck her. And that's what Kevin McCarthy's going to do. He's going to deny her a position on a chair... On a, on, a, on a committee why spite that's all it is it's payback adam schiff what did he do he prosecuted trump can't have that like seriously that's all this is it's strictly a revenge tour you know um it's a revenge tour it's all it is it was never about inflation. It was never about jobs. This is the thing that drives me crazy is these people, and I run into them, and they're like, well, you know, the, the economy is not that great. And I'm like, great. The other side's not going to fix that. The other side has absolutely no interest in fixing that. Okay? You have Biden, one of the most centrist, happy to cross the aisle and work with the other side presidents you're ever going to have in your lifetime, and they won't work with him. They won't. He is the enemy. That's how fucked up things are. Joe Biden is your enemy that's crazy joe biden's not the enemy of anybody he's a dude okay it, it's 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 crazy to me that somebody could look at somebody like joe biden and be like that motherfucker there we need to take him out like what's he doing that's so horrible now don't get me wrong presidents are assholes by by default okay every president's gonna do something probably multiple things in a day that would piss off normal Americans. But on, on like the level of like, let's put it in pers perspective here. It's like Joe Biden and, and like any other president, it's like the guy just 
I'm sorry. He's one of the more empathetic presidents we've ever had, and empathy is a big thing for me these days. Like, I'm just not seeing it. He's not an evil socialist communist out to, you know, wreck everything. Uh, trust me, there's part of me that wishes he was, uh, but he's just not it, okay? He's not even close. He's not on even on, like, Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren's spectrum. And there are a lot of people who wish he was, but he's just not. Yet that's how he keeps getting painted. And that's where the divide is happening. Like, Democrats keep hoping for the rational, normal Republican of yesteryear to suddenly emerge and come back. They're not. They're gone right now. They're not coming back. They're just not. Republicans, the Republican Party, is the party of grievance. It is the party of white supremacy. It is the party of revenge. They're coming back. They have been slighted, even though it's fictional. They have been slighted. They feel like we somehow have damaged them, have ruined things. And that perception is their reality. And the sooner we acknowledge that they live in a reality where we're the baddies they're not going to have a problem pulling the trigger. They're not. Not one bit. They'll justify it. Oh, well, Hillary's emails. Joe Biden was senile. Oh, that AOC wanted to take away my burger. They will not hesitate. I guarantee you, these people are fucking crazy. And they run half of our government. They're not going to wait. They're not going to have any problem with this. So what we need to do, if you had to ask me, but Kyle, what do we do? It's really very simple. You tell everyone you can. These people are fucking crazy. This is insane. We can't keep doing this. And yeah, if you vote for them, you're fucking dead to me. Seriously, I cannot associate with people who vote with them. We have to cut them off. You have to. You can't have good old Uncle Joe who's, oh yeah, he's fucking, yeah, he, he's, a, he's a big Trumper. No, motherfucker's not invited to Thanksgiving this year. Sorry. Go have fun being alone, being pissed off on the internet like you like to be. You're not welcome. What? You voted for Trump? Yeah. Mm, nope. Out of here. And this is saying something as somebody who did vote for Trump in 2016. But again, I understood how things work. I'm in Washington State. It went for Hillary. My vote literally didn't count. And down ticket? Eh, all Democrats. 2020? Oh, hell no. Absolutely not. 2016, Kyle was very naive and actually thought, you know, things got to get worse before they can get better. Maybe, maybe, if we elect this crazy man, Everyone will see just how crazy he is and will never do it again. I miss naive 2016 Kyle. So yeah, um, this don't don't sit here waiting for Republicans to sit back on their norms and don't believe them when they pinky promise. 
Okay, Justice Alito, super duper pinky promise that uh, their Dobbs decision that overturned Roe v. Wade was not at all going to affect decisions like Oberfell, which was uh, the, the gay marriage law and everything else. No, I don't believe you. There's no reason to believe you. You've never been believable. Okay, this is that whole believe them when they tell you who they are. Like, we have we have history. I have this thing called YouTube, and the internet doesn't forget, man. I can pull up everything. Every hypocritical statement you've ever made, I can pull up. And unfortunately, there's a lot of them. Like a shit ton. And here's something else. Every single time the left or a pundit on like CNN or MSNBC says the Republicans are crazy and they're going to launch bullshit investigations. They do. Yet every single time somebody on Fox News or OANN or any of those others says the liberals are coming for your guns and they want to turn you all gay and rape your children. Hey, guess what? That never happens. Not once have any of those fuckwads ever been accurate. Not even remotely. So, with that as history, with history being prologue, I'm here to tell you exactly what's going to happen. The liberals aren't coming for your guns. I wish they would. They're not going to. Uh, Joe Biden is not here to turn everybody gay. None of the conspiracy bullshit you, you hear about is true. The Republicans are going to launch bullshit investigations in an attempt to ruin everything. The special prosecutor who everybody thinks is going to, like, save everybody, he's not going to save everybody. This special prosecutor is not going to do anything. All it's going to do is elongate the problem. Here's a, here's a prediction. The special prosecutor is not going to do shit before the next election. There's still going to be special prosecutor when Trump is sworn in. And then he'll be fired unceremoniously because Trump's not going to have the patience for this bullshit. That's my prediction right now and then Gorsuch or excuse me uh Merrick, Merrick Garland and Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer will all sit there and clutch their pearls and be like oh, I can't believe they did that because it's very predictable and this that's the like stupid thing about it is like you know everybody wants to give these people credit like oh they handled Trump so well no they really didn't he's that predictable this is all very predictable, and that's what makes it so frustrating. It's like we're on a train on the tracks, and no matter what I do, we're just going to keep heading towards all those people on the tracks. Oops. Anyway, that's our show today. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. I'll uh, try to do more. I still want to talk about that damn McCarthyism thing from Friday. Um, but things still keep happening. Uh, to the LGBTQ community, uh, my heart is with you. I really hope you guys get through this. Um, I don't condone violence or suggest you do it, but to be honest, I'm really shocked there hasn't been a gay shooter just going out and, like, blowing the fuck out of people. I, I, I am. I'm not saying that should happen or that I want it to at all. I don't. I do not condone violence, but I am really surprised the restraint that community has had so far. Um... I don't think I could do that. Um, you know, folks in Ukraine and in Iran fighting oppression, as always, we're with you there. Um, we're probably not going to be on Facebook much longer. They're getting weird. Uh, but we are still on Twitter for as long as that is. I'm also looking into other social media 
platforms at this time. Uh, but as always, our email is still recoveryfrompolitics at gmail.com if you wanted to reach out and comment on the show. Like, subscribe, share, leave comments, all that good stuff. And I will see you next time.